Blog Talk Radio. This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. All right, all right. Howdy, 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 everyone, and welcome to One on One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and here we are on another live edition on Thursday in sunny Palm Springs, California. Let's see, today I think we had a cool 105, (laughs) but it's a dry heat with a low humidity, as they always say, and I like to say, so is a sauna but who lives in one? Okay. Anyway, listen, guys, please follow us on social media. Um, you can go to my website, jaspercole.com, and there's a link uh, to all the shows. But also Twitter and Instagram is Jasper Cole Says, S-A-Y-S. And we have a Facebook page as well, one-on-one with Jasper Cole. And, um, wow, I can't believe how fast these weeks go by. I, I so look forward to every Thursday night um, – for the show just to actually uh, kiki and chit chat and talk to all these amazing people that we get to meet. But speaking of amazing people, I could not do the show, of course, without my amazing co-host, the one and only Mr. Ralph Cole Jr. Hello. Hello, Jasper, and hello, Planet Eartha. Thank you for <laughs> welcoming me once again. Well, we, you know, there's no place like home, as Dorothy said. Yes, and then, she, then the tornado blew her ass away. Blew her ass the fuck away. Okay. <laughs> well, blew her Surrender back home, back. actually. Yeah, yes. blew her back home as we all want to be blown. Okay, back home to a comfortable setting. Well, speaking of Dorothy, we have to say uh, Happy Pride Month. We just ended, I guess, um, last uh, well yesterday. But June was Pride Month. As far as I'm concerned, every day is Pride Month. I was and, about to say it's like because after Black History Month, we all stop being black. <laughs> you know, it just goes month by month. You're you're good for a month, girl, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just every day is every day is a good Pride Day for whatever minority, whatever you are. Come one, come all. Here we are today. And but speaking of Black Lives Matter, how are you, Ralph? I matter, and I am fine. Thank you very much, Rose. And you're and I still are black too. I'm still black. Yeah, I remain black even after Black History Month. I'm going to stay Negro. I like it. Mm. It works for me. Well, you know what? You're, first of all, you're black. You can say whatever you want. You're part of it. You're also generational. Although that's probably more your mom's generation, but you know that that use that term right. That use what term? Generational? No, Negro. Negro. Oh, Negro. Yes, yes, because that is generational. As I've said to you on the show before, you know, that was what we were referred to in the 60s, and I liked it. It's so funny how things change and evolve and how you can't say certain things anymore. I understand that, you know, so much change is being evoked, and I understand you know, why it's being done. But it it just reminds me now of the Aunt Jemima image that is now being eliminated and reworked just because of where it was originally ensconced. And, you know, it's so it's such a double-edged sword. It was like originally ensconced in a wonderful kitchen. Can you imagine just smelling that bacon and coffee (laughs) and flapjacks and everything just being so nice and everything. But meanwhile, she's a slave, you know, but she, she made families and she made people feel good. And that's what human nature is about is making people feeling good. And Aunt Jemima wore a mask. So if Jemima can do it, we can all do it. Well, it wasn't a pandemic. But see, again, as a black person, I like hearing different you know, perspectives because, um, you know, growing up in the South and you grew up in Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. I, it's very interesting. I love hearing your take a lot of times. Our, our, our amazing guest who's coming up today, um, Emmy winning actress Patrika Darbo, 
uh, she's also from the South. You know, she actually was born in Florida and Jacksonville, but moved to uh, Georgia when she was young. So, um, you know, when you grow up in the South, the, 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 the racial issues are different because we mm-hmm. actually grew up in an area where civil rights, that's where all the uh, civil rights and unjust and civil unrest started in Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, that whole area. So it's fascinating. Um, we only we only tend to hear opinions from uh, African-Americans who are opposed to certain monuments and stuff being taken down. And it's interesting to hear from someone like you who's basically saying, you know, let's let's just look at each thing individually. Right. Like the Aunt Jemima situation from when you exactly. when you saw Aunt Jemima it, for you, it did not. It didn't invoke slavery or discrimination. No, for me, it was a positive image. It was like I said, it was a warm country kitchen smelling like biscuits and goodness. So that's my take on it. That's my perspective. And I can understand how other people have a different take on it. But we all we all live from what we know. You know, you you saw lynchings. You you passed. well. I mean, you, I I didn't see lynchings, but I mean well, that was you, way you, before I mean, my you, time. But but I, I, I grew up in an area where my dad and my grandfather would, you know, sadly point to an area and say, you know, see that tree over there. I remember when such and such was was lynched, and it's interesting mm-hmm. as a as a child, you know, you don't. Um, I mean, you're taught racism. You know, we're not mm-hmm. born racist. Um, and your environment, of course, adds to that. But when I look back on it, and I talk to a lot of fellow Southerners, you know, we we did not we did not think we were being taught anything racist. We were just mm-hmm. being told what happened, you know, at a certain period. So it's up to us, I know, as adults, to learn on our own. And this is that's a whole other show when we can talk about, you know, the education system and how black history is not taught correctly. And you have to sort of seek out like African-American studies in college and stuff like that to even know, you know, about the Tulsa incident and uh, all, all the, all the stuff that we didn't even know about that happened right. in history. So, um, but that, that's a whole other subject, but I do appreciate you Ralph, that you always bring your own perspective and it's not always, you know, it's a different perspective, and that's what I like about it. That and the fact that you're, you you wear orange is really good also. Oh, well, thank you. You know, and to your point, what you were just saying, it, it you bring up a really great point, Jasper, that both our realities and the way we grew up were our realities. So mm-hmm. for me, Aunt Jemima wasn't negative. For you, lynchings, yes, the, the concept of it was negative, but – it was something, like you said, you were taught. You weren't a part of it. It was just an observation. It was part of your history. Lynchings weren't a part of my direct history. Like, we didn't drive by a corner and point uh-huh. out a tree like you did where, in Athens where you were. So it's interesting. And we can never but, but, be – But I'm thinking, though, you know, in Los Angeles, you could have uh, – on a different note, it's interesting where um, – like the movie Green Book, you know, we learned how there were hotels – like in Los Angeles that only housed black entertainers, for instance, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. segregation happened out here as well. It just took on a different look, you know, right. it, 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 it was, it was a little more um, overt. Maybe it wasn't so in your face as, mm-hmm. as it was probably in the South, but you know, you learned out here, there were certain clubs that were whites and blacks only and, Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So, um, well, it's fascinating. You know, we're we're in this time right now of change, and um, I just think, you know, sometimes, like we talked about one time, I think sometimes in life, you know, you just have to sort of level everything. It's like the the foundation was shaky to begin with, so we just better start all over and build it from the ground up. So, hopefully, that's what we're doing. Um, I wanted to give a shout out, of course, to last week's. Uh, daytime Emmy winners. We, we've had so many amazing actors uh, and producers here on our show. I'm going to start off, of course, by uh, congratulating Tamara Braun, who won Supporting uh, Actress for General Hospital. And as I've mentioned here, she is 
starring in the movie Kombucha Cure, the only project I've actually gotten in the can this year, uh, back in January and February. So we're so thrilled for her. Um, this was her second win and I think third nomination. Um, and then, of course, The Bay won for Best Series. And we've had Gregory and Christos and Jade and, and Jackie Zeman and, and Celeste last week on the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, it's all these amazing. And Patrika was on The Bay. Well, Patrika was on The Bay, yes. And I want to give a shout out as well to all the um, ISA Award winners. And we're going to congratulate Patrika when we bring her on because um, she actually tied. And it was, you know, now you know how much we love Studio City, Ralph, because we had mm-hmm. we had Sean Kanan on and we just couldn't say enough about how great um, that show is. So um, we'll talk about that when in just a few minutes when we bring Patrika on because um, – yeah, Patrika's been involved. She's involved with the digital um, drama world and has had amazing performances on several of the shows, and and as well as continuing on, you know, Days of Our Lives. And mm-hmm. she just finished a run on Bold and Beautiful last season. I want to talk to her about so much with with going back to work, and yeah, you know, I know Bold and Beautiful went back as well. So. Um, there's a lot to discuss on on that end as well. But, but yeah, I think um, in general, I just, you know, sadly uh, it looks like California is going back on some sort of um, lockdown again. The COVID cases are not good. So, um, but as you and I have kind of said, nothing really changes for us because we not really done it. You know what I mean? You and I have just kind of stayed in and, Mm-hmm. Done the done the basics anyway, so it's no big change for us. We weren't we weren't at the gym or at restaurants yet, right? So it's exactly. not a big change. Exactly. Which you know, it's I, the good news about all this is we we've done it before, and we we've been able to show how we can flatten the curve if we just all wear the mask. I don't understand what the big thing is about the mask. You know, I know I know it's uncomfortable. I, I know it's not something that everyone likes to do, but I just don't understand how the whole thing became p- politicized, which yeah, is still fascinating. Yeah, I just don't understand that. I just don't, <clears throat> I don't want our show to become a downer because we're very uplifting. But <clears throat> this whole about not wearing a mask because it's inconvenient or whatever, those are such just ridiculous uh, complaints. It income just seems tax. so basic, doesn't it? Yeah. It, income tax is a fucking pain in the ass, and yet we all have to fucking do it. Just do it, wear it, and shut the fuck oh, up. Not everybody does. Not everybody our, does that. Including Wesley Snipes and our president. But you know what? That's that's the only thing political we're going to say today. Because listen, I want to bring on our special, <laughs> our special guest. We are so excited to welcome... Um, just Emmy winning, multiple Emmy nominated, one of the greatest people in the world. Please, everyone, please welcome the wonderful Patrika Darbo. Yay! Yay! Hello. Hello, Hello, my dear. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Did they catch those assholes and knock you down? <laughs> well, the good the good news is that they say they have uh, two suspects in custody, so let's um, let's hope that they have yeah, them. I'll, 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 yes, exactly, exactly. Um, say hi, say hi to my co-host Ralph Cole Jr. Hey Ralph. Hey Patrika, or as I like to affectionately nickname you, Delectable Darbo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Patrika, I have not seen you since we were working on a project together, and um, you ha- always light up a room, and you light up my life, so I want to thank you for that, and <clears throat> before we get going, because you're going to be talking a lot, Patrika, you and I share the same birthday, and I think that might be one reason why you and I hit it off so famously when we first met each other. Just the, just the month of the day, right? I'm a lot older than you. Well, no, not necessarily. No, but I see what, no, I see what you're saying. But I love that we share the same day. 
I do too. Listen, honey, the Aries, we're fabulous people. <laughs> I totally. I totally agree. And while we're at it, Michael Vaccaro wanted to send his love to you. Yes. I yes, he did. Him. I adore him. He's such a talented writer, too, as well as his acting and stuff. I mean, kudos, kudos. And, you know, maybe we'll get something else going or we'll get things back up. And, you know, who knows? But who knows? Yes. Well, that's nice to say, Patrick. Well, welcome. And here we go. Well, okay. So Patrick and I have like been around each other for for years. Dale Shores and Suze Lanier and Leslie Jordan. And I mean, it, when they say the town is small, it's really small. But you know, Patrika, it's, it's funny. Cause the, the, I, but the Southern, you know, I moved here like in 87, but the Southern connection out here it was fascinating to me when I first moved here because I, I don't know if it's just natural that I found all these fellow Southerners, but I found it so amazing and comforting. And they, they it was some of my biggest support in the beginning was having these fellow Southern actors around. Did you find that when you first got here? Well, it's, it's funny because I really didn't find them. When I came to California um, to be an actor, I ended up being a credit manager for 20 years. So, uh, Oh, well, (laughs) I really didn't have that connection until 1984 when some friends of mine who owned a theater in North Hollywood said, you know, Patricia, you need to come audition for the show. They lost their actor. We think you'd be perfect. And Del Shores told them, yes, bring her out. And he told the producers, if she can walk and talk and chew gum, we're getting her. (laughs) And you said, well, I can do one of one of the two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um that was the that was uh Del Shore's first show Cheatin and um Cheatin uh, and we had a great time meeting Rosemary and Newell. It was just a wonderful oh. thing and then he wrote Daddy's Dying and um I got to do that and Sorted Lives I got to do that. So, you know, I mean, yes, uh, that Southern connection is wonderful. I mean, Leslie Jordan and I did um uh what was Lois and Clark together. We played husband and wife. And <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, it's it's incestuous how it keeps going and going, and um, you know, it's just some wonderful lifetime friends, which I think is so important. It's amazing. Well, so I know you were born in Jacksonville, but you moved to Atlanta. I'm from Athens, which is you know, like college town. A lot of my dog, friends in dog, yeah, dog, yeah, a lot of my dog. friends in high school also went down to Statesboro and went to Georgia Southern, where I know you went to college, right, as well. Yes, I did. But I went, let me just, I want to just kind of, I went from Jacksonville, Florida to um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin first. Oh, Because oh. when my mother, remarried, my mother remarried, my stepdad was um, with the Braves organization. He, oh, and so, okay. Um, so, so <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Like, um, uh, thank you. Um, so uh, he had been, my dad had been with um, the Boston Braves, Milwaukee Braves, and then Atlanta Braves. So when when the Braves moved from Milwaukee, then we went to Atlanta. Um, and so uh, I was there during that whole time. And then from there, I decided to move to, um, after college, moved to, to L.A. Wow. Now, when you, in college, were, is that when you started doing theater and pursuing, were you pursuing the acting bug even in college? I, yeah, I did. Well, yeah, and, and that honey, grammar school, scouts, high school, all oh. that did all the <laughs> theater. My, my husband and I were married on stage in real what? life. On a I didn't know table. that. <laughs> yes. Um, we've been married 47 years this year. I we know. Got married that is... on the, <laughs> we got married on the Golden Mall Playhouse stage, which was in Burbank that we had helped build. It had been an old bowling alley and um, we helped them build it and did a number of shows there. Um, my husband, Rolf, a set designer, did a lot of that in stage managing, and he designed the set of Barefoot in the Park. So we got married in front of the curtain in the Golden Mall Playhouse by Judge Andrew Weiss. We raised oh the curtain God. and had our reception in the apartment for Barefoot in the Park. I love oh it. Oh, my God. I, well, see, I learned something new. I didn't know that story. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. My dad set up a liquor closet in the one of the dressing rooms. He said, we're not drinking wine. My friends want scotch. So, <laughs> quite fun. Quite fun. 
Well, let me tell you something. That's another thing about people may not know. Patrika has had one of the longest, most successful marriages in Hollywood. You know, they talk about hmm, you can't you can't find your soulmate. But I I forget. Did you know Roth before you moved here, or did you meet him here? I met him here, and oddly enough, he is from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, oh. And but we met, but we met out here. Um, I am his second wife. I remind him every day that You're the second marriages wife. are the best. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that'll never, <laughs> honey. That's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> funny. Let me just look in the mirror one time here. Sitting here with oh, no. no hair comb, no makeup, and no bra. God bless COVID. Go on, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's what we love about audio only. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let, let me just let me just tell you, you looked so beautiful on the the Emmys last Friday, and you did a really beautiful uh, in memoriam to all the all the wonderful people we lost last year. You you really looked spectacular. Thank you. I was very grateful to be asked. David Martin, who was the producer, I believe, his company did a wonderful job of everything, considering the fact that nobody was in-house. Everybody was oh. in their own houses filming stuff. So um, I, I, it just was wonderful to be a part of it. And um, I guess our um, the digital platform will be given out um, online right. in July 19th and the 26th. I think there's two different uh, things <clears throat> Sort of like primetime does. These will be right. the, um, like creative Emmys and stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. happens. Well, listen. Congrats on the nominations, but also congrats on winning the ISA award. I was able to be a presenter. Now that I have to give um, credit to those producers because that that was an amazing mm-hmm. feat they pulled off that mm-hmm. night because we were all sitting Roger, live waiting. Yeah. Roger and Susan are the best. You know, I started doing digital stuff with Susan, who is a wonderful producer, also, and her daughter, and she and her daughter, Jillian Claire, and I have done several things together, but we started doing um, uh, a little web series together, and um, and I'm trying to tell you the name of it. I'm having one of those senior fart moments. Okay, and, that's um, all right. I have them every day. That we did those, that together, so that started in digital, and, you know, we're very good um, – Jillian and I did a little uh, film called um, The Vinyl Child based on fact about a couple who raised a um, uh, cabbage patch doll as their own child, um, and they still have it, and, you know, and had a real-life daughter, which Jillian played, um, but it's called Vinyl Child, so it's kind of, it'll be out there, it's got nominated for several awards at several of the festivals and stuff, so. Um, oh yeah, so we, we actually a- we actually put that on our uh, promo for because I know a lot of people are talking about it already. So that's going to be amazing. Well, listen, I want to get over. Uh, I want to get over to Studio City because uh-huh. uh, we had Sean on and we Ralph and I had binged. We binged all the episodes. And my dear, I have to tell you now, I'm not blowing smoke because you know I'm a fan anyway. But this is really Patrika. You really just knock knock it out of the park in this in this role of Violet. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's you know, it was a great thing. Sean and I've done so much together. Um, a lot of crazy stuff and um uh, this I know it's been I've gone through kind of every what's the word incarnation of this uh, studio city. Mm-hmm. It's called the bubble <laughs> one time. It was I mean it's called several things. Um uh and I'm so I'm very grateful that I got to go along on this journey with him. Um, he's like a, you know, a, a baby brother. And right. um, there was an opportunity for people to see that, that I don't only just do comedy, that I do drama mm-hmm. as well, um, which was a nice opportunity. Um, look at the cast I'm with. I'm with so many wonderful, creative, talented people. And mm. I'm co-nominated and I co-won with one of them. I mean, Carolyn Hennessy's brilliant. So I'm in an extraordinary company. I think um, uh, the Sarah Joy Brown. Also, oh, she, honey, listen, forever. I, she's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah. let's talk about Tristan. You know, Tristan is the macho super guy and he does these mm. things, but this was such a wonderful, um, mm. I, 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 I'm sorry he didn't win the, uh, the independent series award, but you know what? In my eyes, he's won everything because right. the, the different the different levels that he put on were just incredible. I can't 
say enough about him. Um, the scene on the anyway. Oh, the scene, the scene on the balcony with Sarah. Oh, um, not oh, not anyway. to give anything yeah. away, but but yeah, yeah that was no, just, just amazing. Um, you know, so like I said, a wonderful opportunity for all of us to show Sean's creativity as well as being an actor to put this together is wonderful. Mm. And, and then to be in this company um, is thrilling. And I'm so grateful. Oh, that's nice, Patrika. Yeah. Thank the thing you. also, Patrika, you know, what I love about your career is, I mean, you've done it all basically and you're still doing it and you've got a lot left, but you, you always, you're just always busy and working. And, you know, there's that, that's that um, Doris Roberts, who I got to know years ago, used to say to me, you know, Jasper, I just have to keep doing. I, I want to keep working. You know, I, I, I rarely say no to anything. You want to stay relevant. Um, and, and I think that's something in this day and age. What do you think? I mean, there's so much opportunity now with streaming and digital and all these other platforms. It, I just, it's, you know, I've mentored a lot of people. I've coached people. There are small parts, but make it your part. Take it. Mm -hmm. The only time I tell people that I don't do things and I don't encourage is if they find it morally offensive. Um, If if there's no point to it, if it's there's no there's no retribution to the person causing problems or what. I mean, listen, I won't do fat jokes. If people sitting at home and I who are overweight and struggling all their lives, I'm not making fun of them. I I didn't like it when people made fun of me as a kid. if those are the things I won't do. However, when I did Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will? Who got the hits? Who got the <laughs> Right. There a, there, Del wrote, he has such, you know, brilliant writing for women that he does. And all his characters are fabulous. But yeah. that retribution to the, the husband mm. who picked on his wife all the time, those kind of things I will do and do them loudly and to the best of my ability. Mm. Well, I, I mean, in my mind, and you can tell me, I mean, I know you, you, you had already been doing television and work up to Daddy's Dying, but I would say, and maybe, I don't know if you agree, but Daddy's Dying, the film really did sort of put you out there in front of everybody. And I know there was a lot of buzz for you. There was even Oscar buzz back in that, the time around then. And so looking back now, you know, it's interesting because you've always been body positive. You've always been um, what you projected was strength. And um, do you feel, uh, I guess, this, do you feel we've made progress in terms of body shaming in the industry and, you know, Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were, you were just talking about the anchomamas and all that kind of stuff. Come on, really? I mean, yeah. why do we have to keep perpetuating the same thing over again and, you know, listen, I'm a child of the 60s. I marched. I arm in arm singing, we shall overcome. I, I'm, I'm that old. I did all that. And I look at this and I go, what the f- is happening? You know, right. why are we here? Why, you know, uh, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to get off that box. But it, you know what? No, no. I, it's, I, I agree. I enough. It's children have to be taught. Yeah. And if you teach hate. You're going to get hate. And if you teach children that they can destroy other people's properties with no retribution to them, no consequences, you know, listen, I'm of the age where you got paddles in school. I'm of Me the too. age where your parents said, <laughs> my parents said, pick a switch. You know, there, there's, there's, you know I, there's a right and a wrong. And right. if we keep teaching wrong, we're going to have a wrong. But we're not the only country that has it. I'm, I was watching a thing on um, Acorn, not Acorn, Netflix. I don't know what the hell I was watching. There's too much <laughs> One TV. One of them. <laughs> squirrel it was, squirrel TV an, or something, yeah. It's, well, it was, it's an Australian show called, I think it's Mystery Road. Uh, uh, Judy Davis is in it. I can't mm. tell you the actor's name who's wonderful. But it's about Australia. And listen, there's that same discrimination in Australia there every place has it but every place is you know it's just like I think what is it the what's the musical ragtime everybody mm-hmm. has to have somebody to look down on you know right. what um I I in school I was bullied of course fat so fat pat I got all that crap but I learned to make them laugh 
with me, mm-hmm. not at me. Not at you, and that's right. how life is. And um, you know, and let me just say that being successful is the best kind of punishment to the people that were assholes to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. You just yeah. keep smiling and say, you're going to stay in the same crummy little life that you've got, and you're never getting out. And, and I'm going to fucking play you on TV, bitch. Absolutely, and show you what an asshole you are. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus, Jesus loves you and bless your heart. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but let well, me just say, you know what? We just have to be sure that, you know, I mean, I have nieces and nephews, and, you know, and listen, they, I want, I say to them, you can't, you've got to teach them, you can't do this, you, you know, sing to them, write to them, read to them, do stuff, but don't, but teach them that we're all equal, we're all the same, we all get up in the morning and pull on our pants, we have two legs, and we all take a dump, we all sit down to take that dump, with a, you know, we're really, it's just, you know. Yeah, you're right, I, I, I no. can't do I but know, anyway. and I was, I'm hope you know, like I said in the opening, I'm just hoping we're, <clears throat> well, we hope always that we're we're turning a corner. You know, I, I just thought we had made so much progress, and and you know, I don't know what happened. I feel like we've gone backwards, but but back, you know, more so just in our business and our entertainment industry, um, it, you know, we tend to do that as well, be it either body shaming or racially or, or whatever, you know, we, we, there's always growth that has to be made, but, um, you've, you've had, you know, you did, you've done it all nighttime TV, four camera sitcoms. Um, but I would say when you got to days of our lives, another amazing part and a role that I guess you would say was a, a big chapter of your career, a big chapter of your life. And I think again, Patrika, you know, without even knowing it, you were an inspiration to actresses because you kind of, you kind of were your own look and you weren't the typical quote unquote daytime actress look. No, I was not one of your daytime actresses. Uh, in and fact, it, when uh, Fran Basco, May She Rest in Peace, was a casting Oh, director, God, we love we her. Were at, we were at one of those Southern parties with Ronnie Claire Edwards, May She Rest in Peace. Oh, um, who used to have these southern soirees all the time, and it, we'd just go there and have the best time with Ronnie Clark. in Los anyway. in Los Feliz. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and you know, she, before she passed away, she moved to Dallas, bought a church, and turned it into a big old house. So I, I saw pictures of that. Yes, <laughs> she was amazing. Um, when friends asked me if I'd do a soap, it just it, casually in passing, and I said, of course. In my mind, thinking I'll be a waiter or a waitress, but it's work. Go and make it right. yours and do whatever. And I, years ago, I had played a waitress on General Hospital when Duke's place was first introduced. Oh, my. With the M. Buchanan. So um, that's what, I, in my head, I was getting ready to do because my own body problems that I have, the, uh, your, the luggage that you carry with you, was, was mm-hmm. never thinking that I was going to be what I was going to be. Um, and uh, then I go on there, and I become the full-figured bitch goddess of daytime. And <laughs> that's what TV Guide called me, bless him. And um, God, I, became I love that. One of the, in 2000, I was one of the 16 sexiest women in television. I mean, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful ride um, that I just did a couple years ago again. Um, I know, gave, with Kevin, um, Kevin Spiritus. Oh, who I love and adore. And how about his show? I'm going to be Amazing. jumping around here, guys. His show no, no, we forever. go. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good. Uh, the Studio City was going to get beat out by something, you know, um, you know, I, yeah. the Bay, which I've done forever. And, you know, what the digital world is here. It's our future. And, you know, I can if I can encourage any actor or any filmmaker out there, do it. Get it going. Do Get it, it out right. there. Do it. Because there's so many opportunities now. Um, and young filmmakers in college and stuff, these, there's so many opportunities for you. So, And this old doll is ready anytime you want me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> That's what's so endearing about you, Patrika. It's like you're, I mean, of course you get all the time, you're a ball of energy, you're lively, you're energetic, which is all true. But what is really endearing is that you know a lot of people, you'll work 
and just give your all, that's why you work all the time. And you have <clears throat> your parameters that everyone respects. And it's just lovely to just see you with the smile on the face. You're our ambassador, an actress, a director, you know, and it's just lovely. It's just so nice to get to work with people like you. Thank you, sweetheart. I think it's just important to treat people the way you wanted to tr- be treated and to be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't, you know, it, listen, it's, I, I mean, that was how I was brought up. You treat people mm-hmm. the way you want to be treated, no matter what color, race, creed, whatever, and mm-hmm. you, um, you're nice and be nice. No one should have to tell you that. You should just mm-hmm. know it. And mm-hmm. be so well, much well, you know, when you're going back talking about like the wonderful Fran Bascom, you know, Patrika, I talk about I, Ralph and I, a lot of us old veterans, we talk about how there was a time in the business when, you know, a casting director could pretty much get, offer us a part, you know, like it, we, it, we weren't having to audition five times for four lines to the producers, uh, you know, a hundred times over. I mean, there was a time when we actually had quotes, you know, like guest star quotes or, um, I know Fran was one of those rarities that was left where she had somewhat, somewhat of the ability to offer people parts. I mean, yes, you'd have well, to be approved, was, you know, it was great. I mean, what was great about that was that the the producers went to her and told her, this is the part we're writing, got anybody in mind. And that's why she asked me now, keep in mind when I first went on the show, I was only with Kevin. We were only supposed to be there for a few months for a little bit mm-hmm. of story. And then we were gone. And we were all, it was basically, my character was sort of a joke. She was written because somebody was getting, it's a whole other convoluted story, but um, I wasn't brought on there to be the full-figured bitch goddess of daytime. I was <laughs> brought on there to be, you know, just to be a joke, really, truly. But when that show aired, okay, I was just a day player getting my scale that my agent had worked out. When that show aired, I had a three-year contract and a big bump in salary. Wow. Because the phones did not stop ringing at NBC, our Corday production, and um, because vicariously, the people didn't have to live with a size two. Christian mm-hmm. Alfonso, who I live in the door, is a size zero. If she's a two, she's a two, but I think she's a zero. One of the nicest people to me ever ever mm-hmm. and but but the fans didn't have to vicariously live through her suddenly i was the size two but i had a zero on the end of mine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, rep- I represented those women that were watching and if they could if i could get that cute husband and he That's loved right. me every inch of me he loved and it wasn't money it wasn't anything he loved me we were doing each other everywhere i put a hot tub in his <laughs> office Listen, they they love and adore me, and I still get so much fan stuff and kids, oh. and, you know, young girls writing and going, you know, I didn't think I'd ever see this, and and I mean, so I, I can't. I'm so grateful to Fran, to um, Mr. Logan who wrote the part, Langan who wrote the part for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ken Corday who gave me that opportunity. I mean, Steve Wyman was there at the time, but the cast was wonderful. Kevin Spiritus, it was a wonderful opportunity. Um, Amazing. You know, uh, so just be nice to people. Take the part unless you find it offensive. And there was nothing offensive about that part. I was a bitch defending my husband, and I was on there. So God, know. that's so great. What a trailblazer you were without even meaning to. You were just, like you said, doing your best job, and you became a trailblazer, Patrika. Well, I don't know if I've trailed that many blazes, but I've blazed that many trails. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do. Listen, honey, I'm doing my Vegas show being, you know, with Breckwall's um, show Bottoms Up. I had the best time. I've I've done a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of stuff, and I'm very grateful, and I'm going to still be doing a lot of stuff. Honey, they're going to have to nail me in that coffin because I'm going to be coming back for an orange. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I know. Do, I hear the music do, from my uncle. Let me out of here. So. No, it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's funny though, as actors, right? Like I have friends who are not in this business, and they'll say to me, 
Jasper, why don't you people ever retire? Like he, 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 they'll say to me, you know, I work, you know, I work at DuPont and I, after 35 years, I retire and get a pension, but you, you actors just work till you drop. And I said, well, yeah, because <clears throat> first of all, there's no guarantee we're going to ever work. And then when you start working, you sure as hell don't want to, don't want to stop. And, you know, it is, if we're character actors, like the three of us are, um, we it's a blessing that we tend to be able to work more as we get older in general well, being character I've actors. Always, I mean, I've always, because of my size, I've always been the character actor. I've been the ditzy neighbor for as long as I can remember. And, you know, the, the crazy best friend. Um, so yes, but I think it's also the fact that um, as we age, we keep getting our parts. We still, you mm-hmm. know, if we hang in there, I do believe it's out there for everybody. Just keep doing it. Hang in there. Do what you love. Just feed your soul. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because how many of those people work at DuPont, retire at 65, get on the golf course, and are dead at 66? That's a good point. That's a great point. (laughs) Right. We're having the best time still doing what we love doing constantly all the time and then still have time to get on that golf course and play a few rounds if we want to, if uh, we get through in time to get to that audition. So, you know. Right. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly, Patrika. So, Patrika, what do you, th- what, what do you, how are you feeling now about this whole, quote, returning to work during the COVID and all this? I know Bold and Beautiful um, went back. Of course, you played a wonderful role on bold and beautiful as well. Um, I'm sure you're in touch with the, the crew and the team over there. How, how are Sally you feeling? Sally. I'm surely, um, uh, but I haven't really talked to that many. I, in I mean, every once in a while I get to talk to um, uh, Eva Bassler, who is the wonderful, um, she, well, she's an officer in the corporation with Brad Bell, but she is their, um, their PR person um, on the show. And we're both governors of the Television Academy and stuff, so I haven't really talked to her that much lately. But I will tell you that um, performers are not the only ones that have to be people have to be concerned about. We have to be careful for the entire crew too. So um, who work their asses off because we, you know, listen, without hair and makeup, some of us don't look too good. (laughs) And without, um, you know. And without a, you know, without a, a fabulous wardrobe and a good support bra, that some of us are going to hell in a handbag there too. So, um, uh, you it, know, it takes the a village. Yeah, too, it totally takes the village. So I'm sure that um, the CBS has taken into consideration um, that they have to make sure that everyone is safe there. I mean, because they have other productions right across the right. hall from, you know, Young and the Restless are right next door to each other, right across the hall. They film um, uh, The Price is Right. And so there's so many things going on there. So to sterilize and get everything ship-shaped, um, it, I'm sure, is the, the priority there and to make sure they don't lose someone. Um, and, and look, good, the good. difference between the, uh, the, you know, the Sally Spectra and the, um, her grandmother or John McCook, um, there's an age difference there you have to be careful of. I mean, there's so many priorities that mm-hmm. they have to take in there. And, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, listen, I want to say I'll stake my life to it because you virtually are, that they're taking very good care of what's going on there. Um, oh, I, I just absolutely. Um, I was asked to do some dubbing on a Netflix series from, um, I don't even know where the hell country it was. I think it was Poland. Um, and um, I said, well, listen, I do not have the equipment here to do that for you. Um, and I, if you want me to go to a studio, it has to be very sterile. There has to be no people in clean anyway. So they found a studio that they, when I go into dub, everything is sealed in plastic and there's hand mm. sanitizer and wipes and everything, which have already been used. But it's for me if I feel like I need to wipe something. I mean, so um, I think that um, uh, except for it's a few of the assholes, again, I'm going to say that one, you know, what are they called now, Karens? They don't, the Karens, <laughs> Karens. that want to throw a fit. The Karens that want to throw a fit or not wear a mask. Um, uh, somebody pointed out today, you don't get upset if you have to put a seatbelt on, and it's right. the law. So putting a mask on to save your life or somebody else's life, what's the problem? You know, just put the damn mask on, do what you need to do, go home and take it off. Boop, you're Patrika, done. Patrika, actually, anyway. I just realized 
you would make a great Karen. We need to do a whole bunch of you playing different Karens, just going off on people. Are you schooling the Karen? A Karen uh, schooling another Karen would be really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I just go down the rabbit hole. I watch these Karen videos, and they are just like, Ralph, have you seen any of these Karen videos? Not yet. Okay, oh, you got to check they're, them out. It's they're just, you know, and then you know what was the one I just saw yesterday? Some lady yelling at the couple who are both attorneys because they're doing something in their house, and she's <laughs> in the middle of the street yelling, "You pushed me!" And all the neighbors are saying. He, nobody touched you. What are you talking nope. about? Bitch, shut up. Well, yes. Yeah, that is what they're, you know, it's crazy. And the lady that threw the food in the grocery store because she had to wear a mask. I have a breathing problem. Well, she sure didn't have a breathing problem while she was yelling at everybody. <laughs> you know, she was, she was taking everything, Ralph, out of her cart and throwing it like a kid having a tantrum. She was just throwing oh everything God. One by one. I think she was at Trader Joe's or somewhere. Oh, my God. Is it's it the like, same woman or is, is it the same woman? No, oh, no. Like they're just women, they're, and, and all they, over the country. Through. I see. Yeah. They're calling them Karens. <laughs> and they usually start off at, like, I want to speak to the manager in the stores. You know, that's usually their first That's usually their first line. Let me speak to the manager. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, like if the you're manager, ju- the manager comes over, the manager says, "Well, I'm the manager, and you need to wear a mask to come into my store." I have a breathing problem. I need to tell <laughs> 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 And it just goes on and on from there. And you're going, "Okay, take." And people are standing there with their phones filming them, and they're shooting out. Take, don't you film me? I, <laughs> yeah. A fit. It, just throwing a fit, showing showing their ass, as we used to say in the South, just making well, a scene. I'm not going like this. I'm not going there. This, damn, women, you're giving us a bad name. Where the hell are the men? Where are the bands? Let's call them bands. Where are they? I know. The I know. Exactly. I mean, they're got... having a cocktail saying she's out and about again. Let's just have a drink. Cause <laughs> don't come home pissed. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, if every... If you're just joining us, we're talking to the amazing Patrika Darbo, and everyone can follow Patrika on Twitter. It's at Patrika Darbo, and then on Instagram, it's turned backwards, and it's Darbo Patrika, just to mess with you a little bit there. Um, I have no idea how any of that worked out, because I go, what? I want want to give a – go ahead. No, I just was saying, on Facebook, it's Patrika Darbo. And listen, if you write me, I write you back. It may take me a while, but I answer questions so people can get me there too. So, you know, I'm pretty well, good I about that. that. I talk. And you know what? It's important. Listen, I wouldn't be where I am either without the fans. Right. Right. That's so if, important. If people didn't like what I did, I wouldn't be here. Uh, again, pays to be nice to people. Pays to, <laughs> you know. Yes. To, well. And it's like we. Earlier I talked about Fran Bessel, we'll just throw this in again, and I know I'm probably talking way too long. But, oh, no, you know, please. Today, the casting person today is the producer tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or the assistant today is the casting director tomorrow. You know, be polite to people. Go in, they, they have a job to do, too. And if I can say anything to an actor, if you're in that room auditioning or if you've been given the opportunity to do a self-tape, they already know you're talented or you wouldn't have gotten that offer. Mm. So that no, is so it important. That half the time, it's not your talent. It's is that person too tall or too short? Did we need to have an? Uh, did we need to have um, a black person do it? Did we need mm-hmm. to have a Hispanic person do it? You know, um, there's a million other reasons, but you've got the opportunity because they know you're talented. So go right. in there, know that you're talented, know you can do the best job. And do it because it may not be this job you don't get, but because you were kind, nice, and did a great job, they'll give you something else. They'll mm-hmm. have you back. Well, I always say that too. You know, um, I tell people there are certain shows like The Shield. I went in on The Shield. I'm not kidding, guys. Probably 25 times. Never booked the show. You know, they kept bringing me in. I, I used to make jokes with the casting directors like I should have a parking spot here. Why? You know, why am I not? <laughs> Yeah, and then, but then, like two years later, I booked a, another show they were doing. And Ralph and I talk about this all the time. It's like 
there once you impress the casting people and the producers they don't keep bringing you back if they don't like you you know there's so many there's so many factors that happen about who actually ends up getting the job like you said patrika you know sometimes sometimes there's already an offer out on jobs when we go in um we're the backup that all the that i go through all the time i mean listen i've gone up against um uh margot martindale brilliant actress wonderful yes. actress won the emmy for for her portrayal in um uh justified brilliant brilliant woman we've gone up against each other for years and now it's like a case about it's let's get margo let's get margo so i know if margo's working there i might get a chance at something. <laughs> <laughs> well you're right we just, you're right we all have like we talk ralph and i we all have our group of people right and i find for me in the character actor world the guys we are we are the we are so not competitive like we're so nice and friendly with each other i don't know how the leading guys are maybe they're maybe they're the assholes i don't know but you know i don't i just think that i just think that in general we're very supportive of of each other because that listen marianne muller liley um, uh, Mary Pat Gleason, she just recently passed God away. Bless her, um, Mary yeah. Pat Green, um, uh, Kathy, well, I'm forgetting Kathy's last name, um, Drew Big Berry Show. Uh, Drew, uh, um, hello, are you there? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh, anyway, we all we go to we go to auditions. We'd be sitting in the room together, and one of us would go, "I don't know why I'm here. This is your part." You know, we knew, <laughs> and we we've been friends, and. Uh, for years and years and years, um, uh, I'm in a I'm in a great category with a bunch of great women I see all the time. And um, uh, listen, I, there's not enough time for me to name them, and I probably could name all of them if we we went on and on about this. But um, yeah, as you said, character men, the character women. Yeah, you know, we sit there and joke and stuff and talk about our families and what's this going on, mm-hmm. which has always been. I mean, for over 25 years this has been going on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, I think at a certain point, once we've all been working for a long time, you you start to realize it's really not about competing. I mean, they all know our work. It's just like you said, either it's going to be Patrika's day or Margo's day or, you know, if they want this look, they're going to call Mary Pat in. So it does take pressure off. But I think, you know, that just has to come with with time and and working. It's, It's hard to get that when you're just starting out because we we think it, we think we did something wrong, you know, if we didn't book a job. And we should never think that. And you know, and that's one of the reasons we're going to be fighting to stay out of the coffin when we're going. No, no, I got to back off. Not now. I listen. Don't so call. I got to go. There's a part somewhere, you know. Exactly. Um, yes. Well, I want to give a like- shout out to um to the wonderful Anthony Turk, um not just your publicist but a dear friend as well. And um, he's so great. So I want to thank him for hooking us up on the show today. And he's always great. And I, I've run into you guys a few times here in Palm Springs. But hopefully one day when we're all back. <laughs> well, I think you may have had a cocktail or two. I'm not going to I'm not going to say you weren't sober, but, you know, you were having a good time. <laughs> that, that's for that's for sure. Um so I want to tell everybody where they can find Studio City. I mean, I know they can. It's on all the well, platforms. They have, to they have to go to Amazon Prime now to see it right this moment, which is, you know, Amazon Prime has been wonderful to all the digital things. I mean, it's given an opportunity, as I said earlier in our talk, they've given them an opportunity to all the new filmmakers coming up, have a place to go and, you know, get things started. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I can't say enough about how great the show is. I mean, I, I love, first of all, I love anything that's sort of inside or behind the scenes of a show. I like a show within a show. So you have that, but then what, like you said, I love the fact that there's the comedy blended in with the drama and I love seeing these solid veteran actors like you all are getting your moments to really shine. Oh, and I have a, a text here from Jennifer Bassey, Patrika, who mm. says, tell you hello and she loves you dearly i love that woman better than anything she's the best ever and um you know um she's 
she sort of stuck by me through thick and thin when we had the terrible problem with the Emmys a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Um, so yeah, um, you know. Well, listen, so, that that all. And I want to thank you as well, Patrika, for all the work that you do on the SAG committees and the the TV Academy uh, being a gov- board of governors. I mean, you've always been so involved on on the other side of the business, on that side as well. And so as a fellow actor, we just want to thank you for all your hard work on our behalf, because I don't think you guys get enough credit and thanks, because it's like working on a, it's like being on an HOA board, you know, it, it, it's, it's for no pay. <laughs> oh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been, yeah, I've been on that one. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other that could be a sitcom right there within itself. That's oh, for I sure. So. Uh, definitely. You've got it right there. You know, the plants are too big. You need little plants. <laughs> what is that thing in the backyard? It's a bird feeder. We don't like critters around. It, no, no. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> it is right. No. We, we live in a condo now, and it's like Dennis and I laugh. We, we thought the last place couldn't get any worse. And then you get to a new place. <laughs> And you realize there's always one in every every bunch, I guess. But um, and also, congrats on your commercials. We love seeing your. I, I mean, Ralph and I both commercials have been our bread and butter. I I, I don't want to get negative, but I feel like that part of the industry has you know certainly taken a hit as well um, on the commercial side. But it's so rare to get a national commercial these days. But um, Amen. we're. we're we're so thankful when we get one. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, well listen, my know, dear. Like go ahead. No. I've been talking too long. Go ahead. No, no, I've go ahead. No, no, we got time. No, you're no, right. It's not. Say, you know, the business has changed. I mean, people could make fifty, sixty thousand dollars years ago on a commercial, and that whole thing has changed so much too. And and now with the with the streaming and all that other stuff going on, they've undercut us, and they've just done a whole bunch of other things, and both sides of the coin. For the unions, as we have the politics in Washington, we have the politics in the union, and they're back and forth with each other about, you know, you gave this up and you shouldn't have given that up, and um, mm. it's it's crazy. Um, uh, I just well, sometimes I do I do feel just for our because you're all both performers. Without our faces, why are you know they don't have the TV show. So right. I, I always ask myself why why do the performers give up so much or why you know why are we asked to give up so much because we're the reason somebody turns the television on we're mm-hmm. the reason they pay the fifteen twenty dollars to go to the movies you know right. if if um, you know if you had a Mission Impossible and there was no Tom Cruise what do you have <laughs> right right so, you you're know, right it's the kind of thing. I just, my political thing and the reason I try to stay involved is to say, you know, as performers, we have value and we shouldn't be giving our value away. But, I, but I'm a, a, a grown up enough to know that sometimes to get the tit, you got to give up the tat. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so it, yeah. Um, well, I feel like in some ways um, it's the have and the have nots, you know, it's like, it's like the middle class actor is evaporating and it's kind of become like either it's, it's a $20 million project or it's a SAG ultra low budget. You know, we we're I just wish we could hold on to a little more of the middle-class actor who, you know, needed, who needs the commercials to make their health insurance, you know, or, and they keep raising, they keep raising the requirements for health insurance and it's just a whole thing it's, so it's a nightmare. It, it truly is the, well the middle class is being phased out everywhere you go and not just right. in, our, in our industry but i do i think again you know if you can create your own project you know you have to don't don't work the non-union things if you can help yeah. it uh, i mean uh, because you can get in trouble but but to create the work union work and make sure there's things going into your pension and health. And if somebody's screwing you, just report it to the union and yell up and down. And um, believe me, I'm, I <laughs> will go to the union about a lot of stuff that I got stored up waiting for this COVID thing to get over. But um, I just yeah. um, totally feel like we as performers need to um, 
to think about, you know, without us, what have they got? Now, there's that whole new thing, I can't think of a term now, where they are creating computer-generated people. But I do mm-hmm. think, as I said earlier, our fans are who got us where we are. And we get to right. go to events when we meet them. We send them pictures and stuff. We talk to them. We go to places that they see us. Now, you can't take a computer-generated person to a convention. Right, you right. Can't take, you can't take them to a fan event. So yeah. we have value, and we need, to, we need to know we have value and to fight for it. Right. Amen. Absolutely. I'm a radical. My business is up. <clears throat> this is, listen, you're preaching to the choir over here. That's for sure. Well, <laughs> we, we, we need like four hours to talk to Patrika Darbo. Oh, we love you so much. No, listen, my dear, you're just a, just an inspiration and a blessing. And I, I'm just, thank you so much for that's Coming why we on the wanted show. you on the show, Patrika. We wanted to hear all of this. We want. <laughs> we knew you were a talker, and that's why we wanted you. Oh my God! We knew you were a talker, but a blabbermouth. She never th- shut up. No, so my God. I wanted. I. I still have so much I wanted to ask you. You're fabulous. That's what I mean. You're endearing, and people want yeah, want to know. Yes, you'll. Oh, you can come back anytime. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Absolutely, please, Patrika. Well, good. Listen, congrats again. Go ahead. Before I go, I don't know. Do you guys know about the FYC Independents? No. They're Uh -uh. um, they're they're really we middle class actors who we have to pay for our own pictures and our own stuff if we want to run for an Emmy, like I did when I won mine, and it would be tough to win mine now. But the FYI Independents run by Meredith Thomas, you must, you guys go on there and Google them and try to get on Facebook and become part of their group. It's a strong force of actors working for actors to show our, our work out there to be considered for Emmys. Um, you need to get Ray Prosha on your show. He's up for the bull, uh, for the, okay. his production performance in Bull. Wonderful character actor who's been around forever. You'll love and adore him. He was in that horrible played a horrible Nazi in that man in the high castle, but this is a brilliant actor you should have on your show. Another character actor that would be one to talk to, but Meredith Thomas, who runs the FYC independence, if nothing tell her, Patrika told you to get there. You must join that group and see the actors, the wonderful character actors that are involved with that one. It's amazing. Oh, oh yes, wow. I did Thank it you. for, I did it for NCIS and met Meredith. So I know exactly what you're talking about, Patrika. Yeah, and the, but that's it. It's growing and growing, and there's more of us. Uh, there's uh, more actors supporting actors, and and getting the work seen out there by people that, um, you know, can't generally afford to um, do an Emmy promo because they don't have a studio behind them, even though mm-hmm. they work for a studio when they did it. So, um, go there, support them, look at their work and stuff because. They deserve the nominations. They worked hard for it, and they need people to see it. And um, anyway, I'm on a oh, platform. Thank you. No, I love that. And Ralph, and Ralph, I remember now. Ralph, I remember exactly what she's talking about because you you did that with NCIS. So I exactly. will definitely, I will definitely check it out. Patrika, thank you so much. Say hi to Ralph. Stay well. Will, stay healthy. We love you. Uh, good luck at the Emmys. Uh, I mean, you know, that's in July. The the we'll find out later in July what's happening with the digital stuff. But in the meantime, everyone check out check out Studio City on Amazon Prime and um, stay healthy. And we will see you soon. Take care, Patrika. Thank you, Patrika. Love you guys. Take care. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much. That's the wonderful Patrika Darbo. Delectable Darbo. Yes. Well, Ralph, again, another amazing show. Um, Absolutely. I, I was just, laughing. You know, I, oh, I, get, I get excited when we talk to other, you know, character actors. And, and uh, God, she's inspiring on so many levels. Absolutely. Our character veteran actor. Yeah, I wanted her to keep talking. She was apologizing. It's like, no, Patrika, we want all this. I wanted to talk to her about being on the Johnny Carson show. You know, it's just like having veterans like this, you know, I mean, it's great having all our all our guests are fabulous as we know. But the veterans, this is like the meat and potatoes. This is like the Carl Reiner's girl and the Norma Michael. <clears throat> well, you know, like it, and, like you because you love 70s 
sitcoms and three camera, you know, Patrika step by step, but she was a series regular. And then also she played Roseanne and one of those three, you know, there were Absolutely. three. I different... wanted to talk to her about that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much. I mean, she's had such an amazing career and she's ageless. And she, yeah. you know, just so, and I love the fact that she, a lot of people don't know how politically, when I say political, I mean, in a good way, how, how union pro she is and involved in helping actors and speaking helping out. Helping actors. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and as she, she was totally like, don't do non-union work if you can help it. It's like, stick to your union, stick to your guns. Yeah. She's really a force to be reckoned with. It's It's so... It just makes you go like, yes, okay, we are doing the right things. Like when she's talking about sitting in the room with all those women, you're sitting there because they think they're fierce too. You know, right. it's not like they got four divas and then, you know, just somebody walking down the street. Well, you know? and it's interesting, you know, when she talked about the body positive and stuff, you know, she was really like it was Wendy Jo Sperber and it was – um uh, Patrika, and then you know this was all pre Chrissy Metz. You know this is this mm-hmm. is Chrissy Metz. Now it's become sort of the full figured uh, Zoptic, you know, actress for body positive stuff. But I mean, Patrika, it was nice to hear her just you know be honest about how you know that's something she dealt with, and um, mm-hmm. and and I love the fact too, like she said, is you know she learned. Like I I don't know about you, but but because I was short and I was little growing up, so I learned to be funny. So the bully, I would make the bullies laugh before they would pick on me. And that mm-hmm. way they would sort of, you know, be my friend. And she said she did that with her, with her weight as well. Um, and I think the best thing she said is success is the best revenge. So mm-hmm. um, what a better way to end the show than to say success is the best revenge. It's revenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ralph, thank listen, you for thank another you dynamic show. I will be back next week with another fabulous guest. We will be here, everybody. Please stay safe. Uh, You know, get tested, wear your mask, wash your hands, spread the love and not the germs. And we'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye, planet Eartha. Thanks for checking out One-on-One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.